Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Welcome to this week's ZA podcast with me, Jules, and Mark from the multi-award winning Future Toolbox. Hello, everybody. Now, this is where we pick a letter and a topic and discuss how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development and your life. So enlighten us, Mark, on what letter we've chosen this week. This week, we have picked the letter C for confidence. So following the theme of embracing new beginnings, to embrace a new beginning, you need to build your self-confidence. But on another note, I'm quite confident that we have a really amazing guest with us. So who have we got? We have. We have got our wonderful Lex Lovell joining us again today. So welcome to you, Lex. Hello, thank you for having me back. And I'm confident that I'm sitting here talking to you. That's brilliant. It's been a little while since you've joined us on one of our podcasts. So um, how's life been treating you? I'm good, thank you. You know, it's one of those funny questions, isn't it, when people go, what have you been up to? And sometimes you want to be like, same, same, isn't it? Go to work, (laughs) have a holiday or have a baby or on the way to having a baby. So that's I can put that one in there. Not long now, darling, not long. I know, I know. So yeah, other than that, all is good. All is good. Well, that's absolutely fantastic to hear. And for any new listeners or ones that may have forgotten, just enlighten us on what it is that you you do, Lex. So I'm an NLP master practitioner. So I work one-on-one with clients, helping them with mindset, basically. It's just being able to try and change their mindset to become the person that they want to So that'll be working through thoughts, feelings, behaviours, belief systems, all those sorts of things, just to work out how you programmed yourself and how can we change that, see things differently. So, um, and yeah, there's lots of areas that I can cover with that, whether it's confidence, self-esteem, mental health issues, lots of different things. So you have a massive skill set. Yeah, able to really, really help a lot of people. And this is one of the reasons why we wanted your expertise on this podcast, particularly because confidence is not something that comes easy to people, is it? Sometimes it's very easy to have your confidence not and then try and build yourself back up. So my sort of thoughts on this to start with is what is self-confidence really? You know, what does that look like? Yeah, it's a good question because confidence is all about the ability to do something and that doesn't come naturally unless you do something sort of time and time again I think a lot of people mistake it is to think I'm confident or I'm not and it's like no what we've got to check is actually there's lots of different areas of your life are you confident in some are you not confident in others because of course you can't be confident in everything that you do so for some people can go I'm really confident at work but I'm not confident in a social setting. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm not confident at home or I'm not confident in a relationship. Yeah, whatever that looks like. You're not born with it. We're generally not born with confidence. We have to learn how to build it within ourselves. And it's something that we constantly have to work on because you can't just go great and confident and then that's it. Because no, it, you know, same as self-esteem, it will go. So it's working on a lot of the time, stepping outside your comfort zone and trying new things and, that's the sort of thing that would build your confidence. 
Yeah, I guess it's quite linked closely with practice as well. So if you're trying something brand new or you haven't practiced very often, then you're probably not going to feel the most confident. You might feel inside thinking, I've never tried this before, but I'm really excited and I feel like I can do it. You may be trying something new and thinking, I've never done this before. And it puts the fear of whatever into me and I don't know how I'm going to do it. But the more you practice it, the more you'll build your confidence. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit over this month about maybe students starting sixth form and going into A-levels or doing new courses, maybe university students starting a new degree or master's or something along those lines I guess these people they're quite ready because they're thinking I'm now going to sixth form I'm a new student this is brand new but then a few weeks in they realize they've got to be an independent learner they've got to learn everything in a completely different way they may have different students around them even different teachers and a whole new curriculum they've got to go and learn and then the confidence goes from I was really ready for this but this is really hard now all of a sudden I don't think I can do it so how would somebody deal with that it's really interesting listening to you talk and listening to the language that you're using and I'm just thinking that is a prime example of where confidence and lack of confidence will come from is the language that we use so when you're sort of going right great I'm ready I'm excited for this like bring it on that's a positive mindset so you kind of will push yourself forward even though the fear's there if you're telling yourself oh it's all right I can do this you will step outside that comfort zone. Yeah, but if you get to the point of going, oh, this is hard, I don't know if I can do it, what am I doing? That's kind of the mindset that's going to hold you back and will hold your confidence back. So yeah, the language that we use on ourselves is what the contributing factor of confidence or lack of it is all about. Yeah, and it's really difficult, I think, as well, because you can start something and feel quite confident and it'll only take one little thing just to chip away at you mentally and you just go, don't you? You just completely lose all of that belief and and that confidence. So it's really working out and trying to help our audience with some tools or tips or ideas of how to basically remind ourselves that listening to that negativity Um, is helping. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I think like that's kind of one of the main ones to really think about, like is, is your language. So just be very mindful of the language you're using on yourself to then be able to swap it to a positive. So, you know, if you were thinking, this is hard. Things are hard the first time that you do them. That's normal. It's okay to find things hard. Yeah, they become easier the more you do it. Or over time, this is going to become easier. So instead of saying this is hard, over time, this will become easier. The more I do it will become easier. Learning is about understanding like things are hard when you don't know it first time. If you can, write your thoughts down, write your thoughts down, and then at least you'll be able to pick up if you're using the regular language. You might find after three days of writing it down, you can highlight, oh, God, there you go. I'm saying the same thing to myself. This is hard. This is hard. Or I'm not good enough. Or I can't do this. You might find that pattern of the same language. But regardless whether it's a pattern or not, it's being able to write the negative language and then next to it, how can you put that into a positive? And then just remind yourself when you're saying that negative, swap it into the positive language. Yeah, we've been real fans of that. And a lot of mm. work we've done with teenagers, especially in schools, the stock answer for a lot of teenagers is, I don't know. So you'll say to a teenager, what's the answer to this question in maths or English or whatever? They'll just go, I don't know. 
Likewise, you'll say, what do you want for dinner tonight? I don't know. But we've really sort of tried to hit home about changing that language and saying, right, OK, so what is the answer to this particular maths question? I don't know yet, but how can I find out? Or what could the answer be? And it's a real skill for anybody to try, whether you're a teenager or not. Us adults are really great at saying, I'm not sure how to do this. I really don't know how to do this. And you're sending a message to your brain just to say, well, I don't know how to do it. So let's just stop here and move on to something else, really. And that reminds me of something that I was reading this week when you were talking a minute ago, Lex, and you were saying that sometimes you find things hard. So that will knock your confidence or you might stop doing it. But I was listening to a TED talk by a lady called Nadia Damaso. She's an author. She wants to inspire people to step into their own strength, which I think is a wonderful saying. Her books are all about eating and cookery and recipes because she wants people to eat better, not less. So it's all lovely what she writes about and what her inspiration, what she wants to inspire people to do. But in this TED Talk, there's two things that she's written and I think it's absolutely brilliant. The first one is she's saying... Do things that are hard for as long as you can until they become easy. Because they will be hard. Whenever you try and do anything to begin with, it's going to be hard. That perseverance and that knowledge and building that confidence and keep doing them until you can do them or you become easy. And the other thing that she says, and I love this one as well, turn your fears and weaknesses into your biggest strengths. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, they're both really good sayings, aren't they? Mm. And they're both just ways of saying, look, yeah, that's ways to grow, isn't it? The first one that you said was... Do things that are hard for as long as you can until they become easy. And that is so true because it's their saying as well, isn't it? The things that you want in life aren't easy. That's why they're hard, because we're stepping outside of our comfort zone to get those things because we really want them going right keep trying for the hard things because the easy stuff's boring they're not really the stuff that we want that's why it's easy to achieve so it's like yeah keep trying for those hard things those hard things and it's like repetitive we keep going and going and going it becomes the norm once you step outside your comfort zone with all the hard things that's your new comfort zone then i have a question then do you think this spanish speaking is going to become easy yeah and guitar lessons as well there are two things that we've been talking about quite a bit recently and updating our listeners is our Spanish lessons that we've been working on at the moment. We've been using an app and learning different words and phrases. But then when we go into a situation where somebody starts speaking Spanish to us, we just go, ah! And the other one is my guitar lessons. On week two of my guitar lessons, I actually said the words to myself, I don't think I can do this. This is too hard. And I had a bit of a one of those pity parties where the guitar nearly flew off the balcony. And I thought, I better not do that because it isn't actually my guitar. I'm borrowing it off of a friend. But then I put it down, walked away from it and thought, that didn't go really well. How could I do better at that tomorrow? And I didn't even think about it until I picked the guitar up again tomorrow. But the key was I picked it up again tomorrow. If I hadn't have done that, that's where most people quit. Yeah, it's that thing. And it is becoming easier for me to do that. We've just enrolled on Spanish lessons with a professional teacher, which we know that will make it easier. So Spanish is quite difficult at the moment. We get put like rabbits in headlights when somebody starts speaking to us in Spanish. So the question we've asked is, how can we get better? Let's enroll with a Spanish teacher. 
Actually, I have a yeah. good example of that. Just this morning, I went to the, the local Euro spa just up the road to get a few bits and pieces. And in the vegetable bit, they weigh your vegetables out and they put them in bags and with the price on for you. There's a gentleman standing there doing that. And he asked me a question. I can't repeat it because I can't remember exactly how he said it. But I knew he meant, do you want a bag? And I was like, you know, no, no necessito. <laughs> And then when I got all the rest of my bits and pieces and I went to the till to pay for the goods, she asked me the same question, but slightly differently. And I was like, okay, what? <laughs> I didn't get it because it was slightly different and it threw me. And I didn't have the confidence to stand there for a second and think, she's asking you for a bag because that's what they always do. <laughs> I'm straight away thinking, no, I didn't get that panic. <laughs> I was just thinking that panic, isn't it? Because if panic's yeah. what, what switches us off. But as you you were saying, those things, Mark, about the the Spanish and the guitar, that's exactly where my brain was going, is that actually it's one, this is where, again, confidence is, where it's got a key is, is resilient. So it's never about thinking I'm failing or I'm not good enough. It's that it's more about, right, okay, what's going wrong and what do I need to learn from this? Because there's always something to learn from it. So then it's about stepping away from the problem, looking at it with fresh eyes to go, right, I need to, something needs to change because something's not working keep going at it and that's again that's what will build your resilience as you were saying about the Spanish lessons Mark I thought exactly the same because (laughs) I'm doing the app with Spanish as well so when it's down written I I can I understand it but the minute they start talking I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) and same as someone talks to me in like face to face and depends how fast they're going but yeah I've done Spanish lessons with a teacher and I could have a conversation with her. At the time I was doing Spanish, I thought, oh, I understand what you're saying to me and I can have a conversation back. But that's the learning. That's what I've realised is actually I'll learn better in a classroom having conversations with people than I will do sitting on an app. It is. And, and like we often say, everybody learns differently, different yeah. ways of doing it. And it's finding your ways of doing that, isn't it? And once you've found that, that will help build that confidence if you're learning something new or something you're finding it really difficult or really hard. The idea is, like she says, don't give up, keep doing it, the things that are hard for as long as you can till they become easy. Because it, the more you keep doing it, eventually it will become second nature. We will speak Spanish. We will. <laughs> I keep saying that to myself. We, we can will. do this. We will do it. And uh, yeah, it will it will happen. One of the little goals on that for me is for when we have family come and visit us and come and see our life that we have here, it would be so delightful that not only can I drive on the other side of the road confidently, <laughs> but I can actually hold a conversation in Spanish as well. You just want to impress them, don't you? That's it, I do. <laughs> Like, but you'll probably come and visit me with your lovely new baby and you'll be speaking better Spanish than me. <laughs> Actually, I wish that's a really, really key thing that you said right at the start as well, Alex, about self-comparison. And Jill's just done exactly the same. That you'd probably be better than me. We always make those things in jest. Flipping back to my guitar lessons, I see my guitar teacher mate who goes, this is how you play this particular song right in front of me. I always try and avoid saying to him, I wish I could do it like you. Mm. Because he's got 15 years head start on me. So mm. I can think to myself, I want to be able to do that. How can I do that? Right. I need to keep listening to him. But I'm trying to avoid that self-comparison thinking, I want to do that now. Or I wish I could do that now. It's I can't because I need so many years of practice to do it or so many months of practice, however long it's going to take me. Another thing he said to me is, realistically, it's probably going to take you six months to be able to play and sing a song. 
And I thought, right, that's realistic because now I know that I'm not going to be able to do it by the end of next month. But also I can be a bit realistic that if it takes me a little bit longer and it takes me 12 months, I can think I need to keep going for that period of time. So reality and self-comparison go very, very close together. Again, we've put this into study before with teenagers who are going to maybe sixth form of university or even studying their GCSEs or somebody starting a new job, an adult starting a new job or whatever is to look at the people who are successful and look at their habits and think, how did they become successful? What can I learn from them? Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I totally agree with everything you just said there, Mark, because it does make the difference because so many people are forever comparing themselves against other people and you've got to stop doing that because we're all individual. That person's going to learn a certain way. It might be that they learn quicker. Or, however, it, it doesn't matter. That's them, you're you. We can never be the same as someone else. It might be actually, before you know it, Mark, how do you know that in two years you're not amazing at playing? Because actually you pick it up and you're a natural at it. You don't know where at the beginning you're thinking, God, this is going to take me 15 years. Or you might be someone that it takes you 20 years to get just as good. Who cares? You've got to ask yourself why are you doing it in the first place? And it's the enjoyment of stuff. Because if you're comparing yourself, it just becomes miserable and hard work to do anything. I think that's a a fabulous tip. But I was also, when I was researching for today's podcast, I was looking at the traits of confident people because you can quite often see when people are confident in what they're doing, can't you? They they have a a different sort of aura about them as opposed to someone who yourself, like you're saying, when you're first starting to learn your guitar or first starting to learn a language or whatever. But the the traits of confident people is they are always learning and growing. And I think that's a really good one. But two other things that I saw and I thought, yeah, I like this. They're willing to laugh at themselves because (laughs) we all make mistakes. But a confident person will actually admit and say, do you know what? I really fluffed that up, didn't I? (laughs) I got that so, so, so wrong. Can laugh about it. But when you're not feeling confident and something goes wrong, that's when all that negativity comes in and it's really difficult, isn't it? Yeah, they're two really good ones. And I think as you're saying confident, my brain was also also going towards the difference between confident and arrogant. Yeah. Because lots of people can look at arrogant people and go, oh, they're really confident. And you're like, they're not, they're just arrogant. And the difference, they wouldn't have those two things because they're not willing to learn and they would not laugh at themselves, arrogant people, because they think they know it all. Well, you're right. Confidence is kind of having that growth mindset, just being open to go, right, I've messed up here. Right, Where do I learn from it again? And you grow from it. And also an arrogant person wouldn't be one who would celebrate the success of other people Mm. and start encourage them to come along on their journey. So my guitar playing mate is bringing me along my journey all the time. If he was arrogant and said, I'm the best guitarist in the world, you'll never be as good as me. He then wouldn't be helping me to take that journey. And it's the same as the Spanish teacher. If that Spanish teacher turned around and said, well, I'm fluent in Spanish. You're never going to be. You should listen to what I can do. It's not going to work, is it? So the confidence will be the person who has that belief and says, yeah, do you know what? You can do this too. One of the other things that I found when I was looking at this was confident people don't worry about things outside their control. Now, that's something that we talk about a lot in our sessions about where to use your mental energy and use it on the things that you can control and forget about the things But it's so easy to get mixed up in all of that, isn't it? And that's where then you, again, can lose your confidence. You can't work on the things that you can't control. Like you're not going to gain confidence there because there's so much uncertainty in that. 
is that, yeah, you when you step back to realise the things that you can't control, again, I think it's that more open-mindedness to go, right, I can't control that. So what can I work on that I can control and where can I grow in that sense and let that part go? So, yeah, there's some great traits of confident people. But as we've said, not everybody is confident all the time and it's very easy to lose your confidence. So what sort of tips could we give to our listeners if they are feeling that little bit unsure about themselves in the moment, how they can lift themselves? Yeah, I think that's a good question because we're we're all there. We've all been there and we will all continue to be there. And I think it's a mixture of things. I think it will sometimes depend on how you feel for the day. If you're not on top form, that always makes it harder to kind of push through. So sometimes I think just be kind on yourself. Does it need to be done today? And then it's just, is it something that you can think, actually, will I be feeling better tomorrow? Will I be in a better mindset to give this a go tomorrow? And then again, as we said, just be really mindful of your language, the things that you're telling yourself, because if you sit back and you are struggling with it or just don't even want to attempt it, just look at your language. Or is there something that you could just go, actually, the way that I'm looking at to approach it might not be the right way. So is there another way that I could approach this that I would find a bit easier? But just knowing, I think, a lot of the time is that it's okay to find it hard. It's okay to feel nervous about something. If you've never done it before, this is really, really normal. So don't beat yourself up. Just sit back to kind of go, look, if I try this, it's going to become easier. And when I do it again, it's going to be even easier. And I guess when you're saying it's okay, it's also accept that it's okay to be wrong, that actually you did it wrong. You didn't get it right. Whichever way you want to look at it, accept it and think, okay, I didn't get that right that time. What can I do to make sure that I will get it right or I can practice to get it right, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. A lot of us fear of failure. We look at failure as such a bad thing and it's like, Mm. no, we've got to learn. Failure is a good thing. Again, if we learn from failure, we grow, don't we? You know, and again, that's what's going to bring confidence. So it's about going, it's okay to go into something. And if you mess it up, that is all right. You can look at it. Is it failure? Yes, if you want to use that language. Could I have done something better? Yes, I could have done. So don't come away from it and think, God, I'm never going to do that again. See, I told you I couldn't do it and I was going to make a mess of that. It's just tell yourself, that's all right. You know, we get nervous when we try something. So sometimes we do mess things up, but just step back to go, what could I change of that? and give it a go again that resilience just don't ever give up keep going that's great that's great and also be proud of the small things because sometimes growth isn't big is it it's tiny tiny little steps and be proud of if it's just a little thing and you think yeah i've done that be proud of it definitely i've got one more just to finish with and we shared the quote earlier do things that are hard for as long as you can until they become easy i'm going to pick a quote here which is if you want to run faster run faster and my running mate Kev said that to us sometime last year, I think it was. I mean, it actually made us laugh, but then you thought it does make a little bit of sense. He also said, if you want to run further, run further. And he's actually right because what he's saying there is it's not easy just to run fast or run further, but it's about taking the action in the first place. So if you want to run further, you need to go a bit further. If you want to get better at playing a guitar, you need to keep practicing playing the guitar. If you want to learn to pass your A-levels, you need to keep studying your A-levels. Running is painful when you first start it. 
so is playing the guitar so is learning your exams or your a levels or whatever you're studying something new but you have to go through those little pain barriers and it might not be physical pain it might be mental pain it might be a little bit of anguish or as you say it might be a bit of a drop in confidence but yeah let's use that little analogy of uh, my running mate kev who said if you want to run further, just run a bit further. Just take that yeah. action. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, try not to make it too complicated. I guess that's another thing that he was saying. Just run a little further. Keep it or simple. Just try and keep it simple, I yeah. guess. Two things I've just picked up from you two is without action, you're going nowhere. So we can say change that mindset, but you've got to push yourself. So the action has to be put in place to do it. And Jules, where you said it's almost it is a step at a time. So don't ever look at the big picture of where you're seeing yourself at the end result, because you've got to be able to take those steps to get there. So it's okay. It's okay to take three steps and one step back because you'll take another two to move forward again. Like that's life. So it's more about just kind of the journey, isn't it? Take the journey. You'll get to the end result eventually. Don't limit yourself. I love that. Well, you've got loads and loads more tools that I'm confident that our listeners will get a lot from. So where can they find you? Okay, your best bet is to go onto my website, which will be freshperspective.life. Excellent. So freshperspective.life, hit that up, find Lex, find all her tools. If you want to find some more tools on the Future Toolbox, you can go to our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also follow us on social media, which is Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok. We're also on YouTube and we're on LinkedIn because we are. We are everywhere. But we want to massively thank you for coming along again, Lex. We do. Always, always, always a pleasure. And we're always confident that it's going to be great. (laughs) No, thank you. It is always a pleasure. I enjoy doing these. So thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome. And we look forward to catching all of our listeners again next week for another episode. See you soon. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.